Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friend old Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, very special edition, Wrestler of the Year edition. Who had the best 2019 in the world of wrestling, Larson? We're going to uh, determine that today. Oh, yeah. And the winner of Wrestler of the Year will receive a special prize. Yes, to be revealed at the end, at the conclusion of this very special episode. That's right. Very um, exciting. I guess uh, we can't talk briefly about criteria. We have to go to the actual mathematics of it all. True. Um, but I, I think our criteria is the same as always. Yeah. Being be good. good. Yeah. Be book strong. Yeah. And you got to be leaving behind. Your 2019 is going to be leaving behind a really... Strong legacy. The strongest. You left some cookie on here. The strongest of legacies, really. Mm. I know. Snort it. (laughs) Oh yeah. And there is only Cookie Freak. (laughs) Cookie Freak. And there is only one name. One name that stood heads and tails. Heads uh, and shoulders. Above the well, also his tails above everybody. That's how high he is. All right. But before we get to that person. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the other contenders. Yes, absolutely. Because plenty. It's funny. We were talking about this. We were going to do a video on who had the worst 2019. Nobody really had a terrible, overwhelmingly well, bad 2019. I mean, Bob Rude did. Um, he had a bad one. He was on TV. It could have been worse for him. Like EC3 did. Yeah, EC3 had a bad year. Uh, Seth Rollins was actually in contention. I don't know if he, not necessarily the worst, but kind of the most disappointing because he started the year out so strong and. Uh, I wonder if in his mind he thought, I'm going to beat Brock twice. Yeah. I'm going to be face the company. Yeah. Uh, this is going to go great. I'm going to yeah. finally get the baby face push and have it done right how it should have been years ago. And then uh, he started getting booed. I'm not entirely sure that his Twitter activity wasn't all a work to get him to this heel turn moment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, because see. remember how last year, like, hella people had a really bad year? Yeah, no. I think we did a top 10 on, like, 10 wrestlers. Yeah, we had the last couple of years, yeah. Who legitimately had bad years. 
This year, I guess it's like Bob Roode and it's Bob Roode and uh, EC3. And really, Bob Roode seemed a little happier this year than he did last year. Yeah, but then he got suspended. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Anyways, let's talk about the people who had a really good twenty. A lot of wrestlers had a had really yeah, good years. Yeah, that's some um, good years. We got a short list of of people that came to mind for us, um, and we could add you know twice as many names on this list because a lot of people had really, really, really good years. Absolutely. Uh, first name we'll talk about though. Cody, Cody, Cody F and Rhodes. Oh yeah, um, man. He seems to be kind of the the the, the mastermind behind AEW. He's mm-hmm. a dude sitting. It's not gorilla position. I always forget what they the call dusty, it. Dusty, dusty dream spot. I don't remember <laughs> what they call it. Uh, the, the, the 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 dream area. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the AEW version of gorilla position. Yeah. I know there's a sign there. I can see the sign, but I can't remember what it says. Like yeah. He's the dude always sitting back there. He seems to be uh, uh, hands on every facet of the company. Um, the dusty deck. Maybe that's what it is. I no, I don't know. It's not that. Probably not. Um, he's one of the best promos in all of wrestling. Yeah. And man, that match he had against Dustin at Double or Nothing—he has become. He has become. Honestly, he's become one of the best storytellers in terms of planning out a feud, and all the beats are perfectly executed, and then the match is perfectly executed. Cody Rhodes really did come alive as like guy that you really need to see what he's doing mm-hmm. uh, because it's always interesting. It's always good. He was able to elevate Sean Spears. Uh, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, the match he had, like you already mentioned, with uh, his brother, mm-hmm. match of the year contender easily. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's in my top three. Maybe it's my top two. Um, and, I mean, more than anything, the biggest thing, you already said it, spearheaded basically AEW. I don't think without him, the Young Bucks and Kenny, they ever would have thought to do this. Um, I think Cody uh, has brought the first legitimate potential competition to WWE um, twenty some years since WCW, I, and I think that it's fantastic. He had an absolutely killer, killer twenty nineteen. Yeah, I would put him probably. I mean, it's him and another name that's runner up for wrestler of the year. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, these names are about to read are in no particular order. Either. Yeah. Uh, next, Keith Lee. Uh, he was finally given an opportunity to really showcase what he can do in NXT after being there for two years. Two years since his uh, debut in the crowd. That takeover, yeah. And then this year, especially over the last half of this year, came alive. Ama- started out with amazing matches with uh, Dijakovic. Yep. And uh, and really, his star came alive during Survivor Series just last month. They really spotlight. They gave Keith they gave Keith Lee so many spotlight moments, especially to close shows. The lasting image of so many shows Keith Lee. was Keith Lee. Yeah. Um, next, over an impact, uh, Sammy Callahan. Um, he, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, of course, he won the Impact World Title off of Brian Cage. Probably more importantly, though, he kept a lot of positive buzz going for Impact with his feud with Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, this is the blueprint for how an intergender feud can go down and generate a lot of buzz and get, keep people captivated. This hard to, kill, hard to kill pay-per-view is coming up, and there's a lot of interest behind that. Um, the guy, he said uh, like a year ago, he wants to be the reason why Impact flourishes and, and digs itself out of the hole. He wants to be the franchise. I think 2019, he proved that he could definitely do that. Yeah, yep. Uh, next. Uh, a name you might not expect. One, Baron Corbin. Dude, Shocking. Dude seemed left for dead. Yeah. At the end of last year. They literally scapegoated him for all the woes of WWE. And then he was publicly humiliated yeah. by the McMahons and by several wrestlers who got their finisher off on Yeah. Him. 
And then he just kept staying around. He won King of the Ring tournament. He beat Kurt Angle in Angle's final match. He retired Kurt Angle. He's always on TV. And well, you know what? The argument be made whether that's good or bad for the actual viewing experience of said product when Corbin is always on TV. I think it's bad, but you can't you cannot deny that he's there. And and because he's so prominently placed, uh, he's had a good year for himself. He's had a damn good year. Like well, they're smart to give him that kind of spotlight is another thing entirely. <laughs> be but. honest with you, I don't think he should have had such a good year. I think it's been to the detriment of WWE. But he's had a good year. Now, if you if you replace uh, uh, if you put Drew McIntyre in Baron Corbin's position, been uh, all about it. Oh hell yeah, man! I've been all about it. Hell yeah, man! I mean, you could say he was a contender for worst 2019 because he just com- continued to be a henchman. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a man of Drew McIntyre's talent should mm-hmm. be henchman. I agree. Yeah. Uh, next, Bray Wyatt. Had a great year. Yeah, man. Successfully repackaged, rebranded as The Fiend, along with the Firefly Funhouse stuff. Just a really compelling creative package, evidently. Largely uh, the his own brainchild. Um, won the Universal title uh, in dominant fashion off Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel after that debacle of a match at Hell in a Cell. I don't really think it was a debacle, though. I think they were trying a different approach to storytelling. It just didn't resonate with a lot of people. I was simply echoing the sentiment. I agree with you. I was echoing the sentiment of a lot of and people. And that's one thing I, I appreciate about this current run with Bray is you got the sense in all his previous dalliances with the main event that, uh, he, especially the, after the, losing the scene at Mania, they'd always bring him to the precipice of great things but never go all the way with it. We saw that with Cena. We saw that with Randy Orton. Now it seems like they might finally be invested in Bray to the extent that they would allow him to see whatever story he has in his head for The Fiend finally play out as he would want it to play out. It's sort of a sad state of affairs when the only people you can get emotionally invested in are the ones you believe Vince wants you to become emotionally invested in in that you know that Vince had; they have Vince's full confidence because they're the only people who are going to get pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bray has always been one of those guys where it's like you're sort of, you want him to succeed. You're hesitant to get too emotionally attached to him because of what you just said. They always bring him to the precipice and bring him back down. Yep. Um, and now it seems like we're at the point where they are willing to invest in him, uh, and they've done so. And it's going to be interesting to see what kind of 2020 he has. Yep. Rhea Ripley had a really good year also. Yeah. Obviously, she was a big spotlight for NXT, or she had a big spotlight on her for NXT. Uh, what does she do? She, like, racked up a win against Charlotte. She had, like, the whole build-up to Survivor Series, she was, it was a massive star-making performance from her. I mean, but even if you go back when she debuted in NXT, uh, staring, off, uh, staring down with Shayna. Yeah. Huge for her. But I believe over the course of Survivor Series, if I remember correctly, she pinned Charlotte, won the War Games match, Mm-hmm. And then one at Survivor Series. She won the War Games match with like two people versus like what four or three or something yeah. like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, her she. The thing about Rhea too is that every time she was on camera, it didn't matter if it was just her or her and twenty other people. She made sure to stand out, mm-hmm. and that's called grabbing the brass ring. And mm-hmm. she did that more than anybody this year. And then of course uh, she beat Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship yep. in the main event. Uh, so that was really terrific as well. So she yeah. had a killer year, too. Awesome year. Uh, next up, Becky Lynch. I mean, she's WB's top star. Without Still. a doubt. Yeah. She's 
uh, on the cover of the video game with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, main event in WrestleMania won both women's titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most marketable star WWE still has. Yep. And uh, you know, if it, it, it seems is going to have for the immediate future. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still putting on good matches. She's still a great promo. Yep. Uh, had a, like the only creative misstep they really had with her with here with her this year post Mania was the tag team thing with Seth. Yeah. Where they're making their yeah. uh, relationship focus the storyline. That was a mistake. Yeah, her post-mania stuff, like Lacey Evans, it wasn't like super on fire or anything, but she still maintained her popularity. People are still into her. She the, she main-evented this. She's main-evented, you know, these past two pay-per-views in mm-hmm. a row, so she's still hot. Yep. And no doubt she'll have a pretty big profile. She'll have a pretty uh, uh, prominent big spot. Role mania prominent role year, mania, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Kofi Kingston uh, had... What could be the moment of the entire year in professional sure. wrestling, winning the WWE Championship at WrestleMania, uh, beating Daniel Bryan for that. Um, had a six-month reign that I thought they did a pretty solid job of establishing him as as a legitimate world champion. It wasn't a thank you reign like we've seen with other people. They yeah. went out of the way, put him in the ring against really good opponents. For the most part, he was putting on good matches. There's a couple duds with Dolph. It's sort of, it's sort of oscillated between... Like, you know, definitely not a thank you run. No. But also, we all kind of knew that Vince didn't have his full confidence. Yeah. Be, and you, that was totally validated and reflected with how he lost the title to Brock Lesnar yeah, and was he, never given a follow-up. It's like, okay, so Vince never really cared. I know, I know. And honestly, I still think that one quality, solid, clean win against somebody like Roman Reigns, who also had a good year. He came back from cancer. Yeah. Um, would have would have done the world for Kobe. would have been everything would yeah. have been everything and then he can take that fluke loss to Brock get a rematch mm-hmm. and and have one of those really really great underdog really close losses against Brock and you might have made a star you know yeah I know I know that was a huge misstep creatively to have Kofi lose lose in such a fashion against Brock in what eight seconds whatever it was I would say probably runner up for wrestler of the year it's either Cody. Or it's Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, I mean, just a laundry list of really, really great matches. Some of the best matches of the year. His match against uh, Takagi, mm-hmm. finals of best of Super Junior. Yeah. Um, at the mid-year point was was my match of the year. Mm-hmm. That match was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was a really great match. 40 minutes of nonstop action, yeah. but they didn't focus on the action at the expense of storytelling. Yeah, he had a, uh, according, I got Dave Meltzer star ratings here. He had almost a six-star match against Okada, not a surprise, um, at the G1. Um, I think, was that the one where that chop, that thunderous yeah. chop? That was that was probably. Chop of the year. Chop of the year definitely maybe. chop of the year. Maybe like, I don't know what, like shocking moment of the year. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was unexpected. Uh, that Tagagi match also almost got six stars. Yeah, that, that was five and, phenomenal. five and three quarters. And if you just if you run down the list here, it's all four stars and up, uh, except when he fought Big Bad Luck Valley, <laughs> which is not a surprise. No. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he's he was obviously the guy. It's like him and, you know, I guess Jay White, Jay White more had sort of the insert him into Kenny Omega role this year. He had a really good year too. He did. He did. Um, but Will Osprey, in terms of, you know, being the the foreign wrestler who uh, took the reins from Kenny Omega, I guess. Uh, it would be Will Ospreay easily. Well, I think especially, too, if you're, if you're going to uh, redub someone best bout machine. Yeah, right. 
Right now, it's Will Ospreay. It's totally Will Ospreay. And he's doing a lot of really fun stuff to build up to his match against uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. That should be a lot of fun. And All he right. signed a new five-year deal with New Japan, yep. so we're going we're gonna to get a lot more of that yep. stuff. All right. Here we go. We have come to the time to announce our... The wrestler who we think has had the best 2019. The going in raw... No. Going in raw... See, here's the difference. There's the going in raw wrestler of the year, which is like the clown of the year. That's yeah. probably going to be Baron. But now here is... You don't have to name that award after Baron at this point. Here is going in raw's... Best wrestler. Best wrestler, wrestler of the year. And it's not even close, people. He's on the top of our tree. Adam Cole, baby. I mean, again, if you go to the star ratings, which, yes, I always qualify this. It's one man's opinion. It's a subjective thing. Yes. But Dave Meltzer, he, his, his opinion carries a lot of weight in this industry. So we go to his star ratings and you take a look. And maybe the number of matches doesn't equal Will Ospreay's. But the quality of matches um, are, are just absolutely outstanding. Uh, five and a half stars, two out of three falls with Johnny Gargano, that first match of theirs, uh, five and a quarter against Gargano. But everything else is like four and up. Yeah. And, uh, and here's the thing. Will Ospreay didn't have, and I'm only comparing because this is, the, you know, yeah. one guy yeah. won, one guy didn't. Yeah. Will Ospreay didn't carry a franchise, didn't carry a promotion on his yes. back. Adam Cole a hundred percent. Yeah. Big. So, and NXT has a stacked roster that is right there with them, but he was the focal point. He showed up during the survivor series invasion stuff and killed it night after night. Not only did he kill it night after night, he's been dealing with a broken wrist the last half of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Granted, I don't know the severity of it. I don't know. Nonetheless, uh, that Survivor Series weekend, how many matches did he have this, that weekend? He had oh, a ma- yeah, tag match. All in a row. Well, yeah. he had a match on NXT that Wednesday on SmackDown. Friday, yeah. Fr- uh, War Games on, on War Saturday. War Games on Saturday. And then a title defense on Sunday for Survivor Series. Yeah. Dude does not take days off. Yep. He was tasked uh, earlier this year, and I don't know if it was with the idea that NXT was moving to USA or not, mm-hmm. that he was going to be the franchise. He was going to put this company on his back for the foreseeable future. And imagine the pressure only mounted higher when the move to, to USA happened. And he is continually above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, he, I told you this before we started. He's one of those wrestlers, and there's a lot of them, but I, th- I think that with, with, with the, 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 the intense focus on NXT, it's really highlighted. He makes people around him better. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I think that's what really makes him, in my mind, not just the MVP of NXT, but maybe the entire uh, pro wrestling business this year. And like Okada makes people around him better. Um, there's a lot of wrestlers that do that. But to see Adam Cole take the mantle of NXT, put the company on his back with this huge move to USA, more b- eyeballs on it. They're being tasked with being competition head-to-head with AEW, take eyeballs away from that product. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's in there with a broken wrist, yeah, putting on incredible matches. Yeah. And I mean, the ones you just read off are just soft takeovers. It doesn't include yeah. TV matches. doesn't include TV matches. And by all accounts, he's putting on this level of match at house shows mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. you know, in front of a couple hundred people. Yeah. He's a great promo. Yeah. He's a, he's all around like one of the most perfect pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he's the best promo on this list mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. One of the best promos in the business. And he keeps getting better. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, he's got he's he's he plays a great bad guy, but then when he goes in there, he does boom, and he does Adam Cole, baby. The entire crowd is in the palm of his hands, yeah. and nobody nobody can say that. Yeah, he doesn't take a day off, and he doesn't take a day off. Doesn't take a day off. Yeah, he, he's he's one of those guys that he's he understands the positions he's he's in. He probably relishes it. If someone asked him to take a day off, no, no, uh-uh. I mean this is this this is probably the best time in his entire life. Yeah, being tasked with carrying this this brand. Yeah, and that's not to to, to diminish anybody else, anything anything anybody else is doing in NXT because there's a lot of great talent in there, but sure. doing a yeah. lot of great stuff. But when he's carrying that title around, he's the focal point mm-hmm. of the show, and he's got three people coming after him for the title. Mm-hmm. That's a huge uh, weight. Yeah, for one performer yeah. to carry that brand, and he just seems to eat it all up. He does, and his performance his performance illustrates that mm-hmm. because you do have so many people. You got you got Finn, Keith Lee, and Champa right now all coming after mm-hmm. him, and his his reactions, his performance when they're doing the vignettes, when they're doing the promos, it's all so perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. You've got the bad guy, and everybody's coming after him. You have a bad guy underdog. I know. It's at, and people are just eating up. It's mm-hmm. it's absolutely crazy. I don't think they would have gotten that uh, as as profitable as the USA deal has been. I don't think they've had they would have had the confidence to go up against AEW. I don't think the ratings would be comparable um, without Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Wrestler of the Year, yeah, Adam Cole, and uh, uh, for his uh, reward, uh, for his award, yeah. uh, we're gonna send him out a, a prized, a uh, rare, uh, in high demand, Friendo Club T-shirt. I mean, I'm just gonna. I, I I think I can find the address of the performance center. Yeah, I'm just gonna write Adam Cole's name on it. Yeah, hopefully it gets to him. <laughs> hopefully it gets to him. Maybe you can write a letter in there saying, "Hey, this you, you're yeah. our wrestler of the year. Yeah. Uh, we present to you this award. Too good, me brother." And then, and then I'll send a little picture of me and him to when I, you know, oh man, then he's gonna he's gonna tear up that shirt. Oh man. no, he's so great. No, he doesn't know. Here's the thing, his he's so pure. He he's gonna take it. He might get a little tears. Like I've reached out to people. Like I've touched people. I've connected. I've connected. Yes, exactly. That's how he's gonna take it. He's but then he like, sees your face, like, oh that guy. Oh that guy, idiot. That's the guy that, that dared put his, his elbow in Kyle O'Reilly's shoulder. Yeah. How Kyle, dare he? Kyle hated it. How dare he? No way, man. He was nothing but polite and excellent when I fumbled my way over there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Adam. Uh, can I talk to you? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who's this slob? Yeah. Sure, I'll help you out. Sure. You look like you need it. <laughs> 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 you thought that was from the Make a Wish program. Oh <laughs> is oh, there wow. a Make a Wish? Is there a Make a Wish for fat idiots? <laughs> wow. Anyways, congratulations <laughs> to Adam Cole. I uh, there was something wrong with that guy. A no, well-deserved honor. He's just a fat moron. <laughs> a well-deserved honor. Uh, uh, oh. Thank you. Thank you for putting your body on the oh, line. Oh man, nothing but entertainment and, and being uh, the best performer of 2019 in our estimation—that is undisputed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you got in store for 2020, as well as everybody else. More that but we better on this show. More but better. It's a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. There's oh so much man, awesome stuff out there. So awesome. Um, and it seems like there's dozens upon dozens of wrestlers uh, who could easily qualify to be the best wrestler of any given year. Just terrific. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Be sure to hit that like button. If you liked any of the wrestlers we talked about today, hit that like button. If you like fat, slow morons, hit that like button. 
Hit the oh, notify wow. bell and click on all. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. <laughs>